It's a humbling honor and a precious privilege to be your pastor. I am glad to be back in the house of the Lord. Let's have a great day today with the Lord in his house and with his people. Open your Bibles, please, this morning to the greatest preaching service described in the Bible in Nehemiah chapter 8. And let me use that to prepare us as to how we should anticipate and respond to the preaching and all the other aspects of our worship today. When I say the greatest preaching service in the Bible, it's the one that has the most details about it recorded in the Bible. The greatest sermons in the Bible are in a dead heat. In Matthew chapter 5 versus Acts chapter 13, if you think I'm off track. Because Matthew 5 is the Sermon on the Mount, and Acts 13 is Paul's first recorded and longest sermon. But as far as the whole preaching service, this is it. Please stand with me as I read this to you. I'm going to read through verse 12. Since they stood from morning until noon, you can stand for three minutes. Nehemiah chapter 8. And all the people gathered themselves together as one man into the street that was before the water gate. And they spake unto Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded to Israel. And Ezra the priest brought the law before the congregation, both of men and women, and all that could hear with understanding upon the first day of the seventh month. And he read therein before the street that was before the water gate, from the morning until midday, before the men and the women, and those that could understand. And the ears of all the people were attentive unto the book of the law. And Ezra the scribe stood upon a pulpit of wood, which they had made for the purpose. And beside him stood Mattathiah, and Shema, and Aeneah, and Urijah, and Hilkiah, and Maaseah on his right hand. And on his left hand, Pedeah, and Mishael, and Malchiah, and Hashem, and Hashbadana, Zechariah, and Meshullam. And Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people, for he was above all the people. And when he opened it, all the people stood up. And Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God. And all the people answered, Amen, Amen, Amen. with lifting up their hands. And they bowed their heads and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. Also, Jeshua and Bani and Sherebiah, Jamin, Akub, Shabbatai, Hodijah, Maaseah, Kalida, Azariah, Jazabad, Hanan, Peleah, and the Levites caused the people to understand the law, and the people stood in their place. So they read in the book, in the law of God distinctly, and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. And Nehemiah, which is the Tershatha, and Ezra the priest, the scribe, 
And the Levites that taught the people said unto all the people, This day is holy unto the Lord your God. Mourn not, nor weep. For all the people wept when they heard the words of the law. Then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet, and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be ye sorry, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. So the Levites stilled all the people, saying, Hold your peace, for the day is holy. Neither be ye grieved. And all the people went their way to eat and to drink and to send portions and to make great mirth because they had understood the words that were declared unto them. Amen. Amen and amen. You may be seated. Very briefly. Verse 1. Who called for this preaching service? The preacher or the people? All the people called for it and told him what they wanted him to do, and that was to preach from the first five books of the Bible, or whatever books they had added to that since. Verse 3. All the people were there. Family, integrated worship. Men, women, and children that could understand. And the ears of all the people were attentive. Verse 6. And Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people answered, Amen, Amen, with their faces to the ground because of the great God they were worshiping. Verse 8. This is what preaching is. Verse 8. So they read in the book, in the law of God distinctly, and gave the sense, and caused them to understand the reading. That's why we get together to understand God's word. And verse 12 is the response. All the people went their way to eat and to drink and to send portions and to make modest mirth because they wanted to be sober-minded. Great mirth. Because they had understood the words that were declared unto them. So let's have great mirth today. As we get closer to the Lord's Supper, by the nature of the content that the Lord has given us for today, we'll be sober enough. But if we don't get excited about the elect servant of Almighty God, the Lord Jesus Christ, we will flunk in the middle of Isaiah 42, where verses 10 through 12 call on the aisles of the Gentiles to lift up their voices and to sing and to shout. He is worthy. That looks like tailgating to me in verse 12. Doesn't it to you? To eat and to drink and to send portions and to make great mirth? Let's do some tailgating right here. Let us pray. O Lord God of hosts, that dwelleth between the cherubim, Lord Jehovah, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I come before thee and thank thee for this precious privilege to be in thy house with thy word, and to understand it. Thank you for giving us Nehemiah 8. Thank you for convicting us by it. O Lord, now by thy spirit, let us be all 
as one man. Let us have one heart, one mouth, one mind, praising thee in this assembly and that to follow. Heavenly Father, bless us to be attentive to the word of God and bless it to be made manifestly plain to every hearer. Let us use great plainness of speech. And Father, let us have great mirth that we understand transcendent events in human history of you sending your servant, whom you uphold and hold by his hand, into this world and do battle with us Gentiles and deliver us out of the citadel of the devil. We thank thee, Lord of hosts, for saving us Gentiles. And we want to give thee today praise and worship, love and service that at least equals our brothers and sisters and children in Nehemiah chapter 8. Let us not come short of them. But, O Lord, we pray that our joyfulness today, our happiness to be in the house of the Lord, will most definitely exceed the fleshly excesses of our nation with their little game involving a ball. Heavenly Father, help us for these hours to focus on thy Son. We thank thee for thy Son. We thank thee that in him, through him, and by him are all things, especially our salvation. We thank you for calling us out of this world. We thank you for regenerating our hearts. We thank you for the beautiful feet that have preached to us the unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ. Lord, let us delight in him and love him today and let everything that we do move toward that one goal so that when we come to his table, his supper, we might do it worthily, Heavenly Father, and that we might give him honor as we remember his death till he comes for us. These are our ambitions today. You will hear from us of our other needs later. But Lord, now grant us thy spirit to bless us in thy word as we confess our sins and acknowledge our utter dependence upon thee for help in this hour. Lift us up and show us thy son and we will show thee the gratitude and the love of our hearts and our minds in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen.